We're live. Hooray. Hooray. Hey, guys. Hooray. Hi. Hey. Hi. John, welcome back. Thank you. I'm leaving again. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm back for about a week and a half, and then I'm out again for American Thanksgiving. I'm basically going to visit my in-laws for a week. As as the usual, right? Yep. I think last year was the only year we've skipped, really, in the past couple of years. Cool. Well, how was your state's trip in the, for the last two weeks? Uh, it was all right. It was a lot of recording. So we've recorded a lot more than we usually do, it felt like, anyways. Uh, but we got to do a couple cool things. Got to check out some game shops in Atlanta. Uh, got to hang out at an arcade, hang out with some friends. We did a Make-A-Wish thing as well, which was also really interesting. Oh, nice. So I don't know which things you're allowed to talk about or, or you're not allowed to, but feel free to get into detail on what you're allowed to talk about. Uh, we did a, we were, a, uh, the Runaway Guys was a Make-A-Wish request. So uh, we actually met up with a Make-A-Wish kid named Andrew. And Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wanted to play Mario Party DS with us. So we kind of hung out together and played some games. We played that. They, uh, Make-A-Wish bought us dinner they got us, uh, they rented us one of those like video game trucks or video game trailers that you can just kind of like okay. get in the back of and have a bunch <clears> of consoles <throat> hooked up there. Yeah. Like a pimp my ride kind of thing. I mean, well, if you're pimping your ride, it's just a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of like a pickup truck with an Xbox and a couch in the back. That's what I'm used to when I watch pimp my ride. Not quite. <laughs> a little bigger than that. Like, kind yeah, of, okay. we have those here in Calgary, too. I wonder how yeah. good that business is. Weird. Do you just like rent them for like your kid's birthday or something? Yeah, like, that's exactly yeah. what to do. Um, the dude told us like, hey, we can't I can't stay extra long because I have another thing I have to go to right after. So I guess business must be at least all right if he had multiple bookings in the same day. I suppose. Yeah, I want to I want to break down of what's what is the inside of this trailer look like? How many people can you fit in it? Uh, Comfortably because there was seating like a giant benches for seating. 15 20 kids will probably be more since they're usually smaller like i'm thinking there's there's 20 seats in it well it's like a giant bench so like you could get comfortably sit together like it had like five widescreen tvs i think hooked up with like switches xbox ones ps4 okay yo i if you want to see footage of it we i actually did tweet out a bit of it Uh, okay i'll have to look that up later do you remember maybe do you do you know like the company or anything i will once i actually go and see game truck game truck it might actually be game truck.org like is that actually the name because it wouldn't shock me well no that would mean it's a like a oh no game it actually is gov. called game truck <laughs> oh okay well <laughs> it's game truck.com yeah nice okay so you you weren't that far off with your joke so <laughs> all right there i I, th- I threw a link to footage of it there if you want to look at it later okay yeah Oh, okay. So it's like a U-Haul truck. Yeah. It, like I said, it's like a trailer. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking more of like, like a, I don't know why, like a camper trailer. Oh, like an mm. RV type thing? No. Yeah. Like, and for some reason it has beds in it. And I assume they would have just like hollowed stuff out, but this makes more sense. Yeah. These are seating, a uh, bunch of consoles and TVs. So. And you did this with the Make-A-Wish kid? Is that right? Or this was separate? This was the Make-A-Wish Kid, yeah. Okay, cool. So he had access to five flat screen TVs and he wanted to play Mario Party DS? Yes. 
Huh. Okay. Well, it was his favorite game, so it made sense. No. Yeah. For sure. I'm not going to tell him what game to play. Um, we did play a little. We did play, play a little bit of Luigi's Mansion you... Three on there as well. So we we did okay, a little bit of there both. There you go. Cool. Um, anything else you can mention, or is it all secret? Uh, usual. Can't mention the recordings we did. We did do a, a stream, which was actually really fun because the stream had us playing a custom Mario Party board that some of my mods made. So it was like mm, the okay. board itself was themed around us. It was it was a mm-hmm. TRG baseboard. It was actually really fun. Is this a certain version of Mario Party or just on the like the PC? Mario Party three. We okay. I ran it on an actual N sixty four on an EverDrive. So, but it's what a, is an EverDrive? An EverDrive is basically a, a physical cartridge you can put ROMs on, so you can play uh, ROMs on your actual system. Okay. Why three? I thought everyone liked two. I said the same thing. And uh, the best, basically, the guy who was making it, Juker, he said uh, uh, three has the best options for building the board, like all the different events that can happen by landing on spaces and stuff like that compared to two. Okay. So that was that was why three got picked. See, I remember two being the one everyone liked because I grew up with three. Mm. And everyone would always be like, yeah, Mario Party 2, Mario Party 2. <laughs> and I'll be like, we have Mario Party 3s. Fine. Yeah, I'm I'm also team I'm also team Mario Party too, so Oh I'm not team Mario Party in general. (laughs) I know. I I know you're not. (laughs) You know you're not. (laughs) Sorry if I gave you that impression. Oh yes, you've you've always given me that impression. I know how much you love Mario Party. Uh what was the best thing you ate? Steak. Nice. Some real good steak. All right. All right. How do you order your steak? Uh medium. Okay, so that's about what I do when I ask for medium. I found, I found most places used to do, I'd say medium well, and they would give me medium. So I was just like, yeah, let's just stick with medium. Because some people, I like undercook it or overcook it. It's trying to find that nice line. Yeah, I like medium rare, more rare than medium, but medium's fine. I, I grew up disliking steak because uh, my mom was always like super critical about like pink meat. Mm. Oh, so they, she overcooked? Well, she just did it well done at all times. Oh, you know, what? I didn't really know any and I didn't really know any different. And so, you know, because of that, I also kind of grew up being like, ew, pink, this is bad. Uh, and like b- being worried about it, you know, because my mom. Yeah. Uh, Reese, you know, kind of ma- got me to believe like that. Reese said the same thing happened. She was like, I don't like steak because of how my mom used to prep it. And then she came up here yep. and had steak. And she's like, OK, never mind. <laughs> it's good. Right, yep. yeah, because because when you have like well done steak, it's just rubbery and hard to chew, and yeah. it's like my yeah. jaw's tired. This sucks. <laughs> the work. Yeah. I just hate eating this. Um, but then start started having some like actual properly cooked steak, and it's like this is delicious. You can chew it like a normal piece of food, <laughs> <laughs> not like not like a pencil eraser. So that's yeah, you know. Cool. Well, uh, Paul, what have you been up to in the last week? Um, I guess the big thing for me, did, have you checked out Disney Plus yet? Because that's out. Yeah. And yes. I watched The Mandalorian and loved it. So let's yeah, let's talk about some Mandalorian. I, I also watched The Mandalorian. I mean, who's who's getting Disney Plus on like week one and not watching The Mandalorian? It's like the big thing. Why? Like, People why that not? hate like, Star Wars, I'm sure that like Marvel. 
I guess. I feel like those people aren't picking up Disney Plus day one because there's nothing like brand new on it. Marvel yet. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. I don't know. I was pretty. I heard some good things, so I was pretty stoked to check it out. And then, yeah, it's exactly what I want did from you, Star um, Wars. Did you just use like the trial or did you subscribe? Uh, I'm on the trial right now. And then the subscription kicks in in like four days or something. Five is days. It a, is the, the trials a week? Is it? It's a week. Yeah. Okay. I I got one of those bulk uh, memberships for buying like three years of it. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> which which discounts it to like less than five dollars a month. And it seemed like I'm going to this seems pretty good for five dollars. Let's let's do this. So I have, I have that. I'm in for the long haul, I guess. There's a lot of stuff on there already. So good Lord. Yeah. Well, before moving on, let's let's talk about some Mandalorian. So you seem to love it. I really like it. Yeah, it's exactly what I want from Star Wars. It has that old like shitty sci-fi fantasy feel, but and like doesn't take itself too seriously and yeah, no, there's it's basically one of the best Star Wars thing I've seen in years for me. Uh I liked that robot. He was pretty cool. IG11 yeah, is really good. Cool. Yeah, he's really yeah. good. Um the Mandalorian seems cool. Yeah, he seems fine. Yeah. He tries to ride a uh, mythosaur for like 10 minutes and that's great like what a weird that part thing. is definitely weird that is that's what i like, like this, about that, it is that it's just yeah. dumb weird sci-fi fantasy yeah it's definitely has like a different flavor from the movies because the movies are like this is the end of the entire universe yeah. as we know it very like um, they're quite dour in comparison for sure this is more like i could have seen this being made in the like the 80s but like obviously it looks better because it's made now but like right. yeah it has that fee- old feel to it and i really like there's a lot of like callbacks to the original series as well down to like some of the like weird radial wipe transitions and like it just feels very much like an right old i mean thing. T- the the current movies they still do like the old weird transitions as well because mm-hmm. they always like stick out to me as like that it look at that wow mm-hmm. who does that anymore um but yeah, no, there's definitely a, tons of callbacks for sure. Uh, new episodes tomorrow, I believe. Friday. It is. Yep. What do you how do you think about the w- once a week versus the uh, drop it all at once Netflix I, style? I don't remember the last show I had that was a once a week thing. It's been a while. So it's kind of been it's kind of fun, like a thing to look forward to every week. For sure. I don't know which one I prefer. Yeah. Um, it is nice being caught up really easily yeah. as opposed to everyone being ahead of me. Um, I have definitely been watching some once a week show cause that's how HBO does it. So like anytime uh, I watch Westworld or I'm watching Wa- uh, Watchmen right now, that's once a week. Right. Um, so I haven't been totally divorced from it. Right. But, uh, it definitely, yeah, I, I do like the fact that I'm up to date with everyone as we go. Yeah. Sure. And it gives like that you anything water else? cooler talk sort of thing like right. once a week like on twitter or whatever you'll be able to chat with your buddies discord or whatever about the new episode um yeah i've been watching the simpsons on it just as background noise so that's been good revisiting the simpsons i guess i just skipped right sure. to season three where it started getting good past all the garbage early episodes and yeah it's been fun that moral episode? morals and shit yeah, where they actually tried to have a message. Imagine having a message in a cartoon. Um, also, just bad writing for a while before they found their footing. 
Uh, no, not the monorail episode yet. I think the last one I watched that's was... like season five, isn't it? I, probably I could yeah. not tell it's you a little bit which later. Season an individual Simpsons episode is in. I also haven't watched The Simpsons in. Oh my fourth it's gotta be season! Close wow. To a decade. Yeah, fourth season. Oh, okay. Uh, Earlier, I've been watching some Pixar stuff because there's some new Pixar is uh, shorts Ryan, on there. So. Forky asks a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has like one episode out, and there's a bunch of uh, Pixar shorts. Yep. I thought that was cool. That there's been slowly going through those. Yep, that's cool. There's a a cat one called like Kit Dog or or something like that. It's like it's something like Cat Dog, but it's not exactly what that is. Uh It is heartbreaking, man. Holy smokes! I'm not watching that then. Fuck that. (laughs) I'm not gonna Um, watch something. I mean, I'll say, I'll I'll say, it has a happy ending. It has a happy ending. No, the cat no one dies the cat does not die the dog does not die but there's a gut punch in the middle of that yeah that i was not ready for um and also it's brought up in uh the chat here the reason why i got excited actually is because since they own fox all the cartoons i grew up with loving for the weekend are all on there so you got x-men all like basically all the spider-man cartoon spider-man spider-man cartoons that i care about spider-man's Spider-Man. I'm pretty sure Spider Woman is on there as well. Sp- I didn't care about Spider Woman, but yeah, Spider Woman is on there. Um, Doug is on there. Recess is on there. Like all these Doug shows. Doug is on there. Yeah. Doug yeah, is, is on there. Yeah. So um, uh, Gargoyles, like uh, Ducktales, Darkwing yeah, Duck. Yeah, yeah. Every, actually, both versions of Ducktales. The old one I grew up with, and the newer one that came out a few years ago. Boy Meets World is on there. Boy Meets World is on there. Everything I grew up love. It's basically just like. Hey, were you born between the years of like 1980 and 1990, whatever? Then this is probably going to hit. I mean, for you. it's probably even further back than that. You just have no like attachment to the old stuff because they got some old stuff on there. Do they? What's the oldest? What are some of the older stuff they have on there? I haven't dug well, that just, deep. Like some of their like I mean, super old movies. Yeah, oh, some yeah, of their super yeah. old movies sure. that I don't have like a super attachment to, but I just am like, I guess that came out in the 60s. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Got topical. Got him. Got him. <laughs> got him. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. No. Gravity I'm ex- Falls. They got that on there right now. I'm excited um, as it being the second monitor thing where I can like watch some old shows while doing stuff. That's basically what I'm stoked about. Also, like sure. the Sandlot being on there got me excited. Like I like all these older like just movies I grew up with. That that was Disney. I guess. You know, one day. Everything's going to be Disney. It already kind of is. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be Disney and Google. You're only going to be able to ask that supremacy. question for, so, for not too much longer. Yeah. You're going to be Disney. I'm going to be Disney. Yeah. Very true. Watch Disney's going to buy this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. That makes me sick for some reason. <laughs> You me all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, before we go into the show, I want to give a quick uh shout out to a movie I watched last weekend called Jojo Rabbit. Okay. All right, I heard about this. This movie sounded interesting. This movie's I really enjoyed it. It's by Taka Watiti, the director of uh Thor Ragnarok, Hunt for the Wilder People, What We Do in the Shadows. Um he's extremely funny. Uh he plays Hitler in this. Um, oh. so it's yeah it's a comedic satirical take on like the nazis during the war and it follows this kid kind who lives in germany um 
uh, as he's kind of like dealing with everything. And he talks to a imaginary friend who just happens to be Hitler because he's played yeah, by because in the Hitler Watiti. or something. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, if you like Wes Anderson movies, you'll really like this because it's got some like, you know, it's kind of got some shots like that. It's got some gags like that. I thought it's real funny. Um, it has an appropriate amount of gut punches in there because it should based on the subject matter. Sure. Um, just overall, like really enjoyable film. Huh. Um, so I I definitely recommend that. Um, but I'm almost at the, I'm basically at the point where anything what TT does, I'm going to watch because I have just absolutely loved like everything he's doing. So sure. Cool. Shout out to Jojo rabbit. <laughs> uh, but let's do the podcast proper. This is going to be a long one. I'm sure. Um, this is, uh, in case you were confused, the top down perspective for November 14th. And I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Uh, John, you've been gone for weeks. What you played? Not all that much. I'm mainly playing some mobile games as usual. But while I was there, I got to play some Killer Queen Black. Nice. Oh, yeah. And? And that is sure is Killer Queen. That's in a good way, though, right? Yeah. But man, uh, getting a local game set up is kind of a headache. <laughs> oh, weird. Well, I would know. I, I didn't do anything local besides like bring a second player with me into an online game. So we had four people, but we only had three pro controllers. So we had three pro controllers and two Joy-Cons set up for as a single setup, which is not allowed locally. The game thinks you have too many controllers set up as a result and uh, will not let you into the make a local multiplayer game mode. Also, the local multiplayer mode is local wireless mode, so you can't even just play it on your own system. You technically have to have a wireless game set up. Huh. Also, you can okay. only have okay. four right. players on your system. So to play an eight player game, you need two copies of the game and two systems. Right. I remember that one. Yeah. They were pretty upfront about that. All the information I was yeah. getting. Was, they were upfront about that, to... but it's still just like like repeating for those who don't realize this. Oh, sure. Yeah. But yeah. Like, the real thing that was the headache was the fact that two Joy-Cons set up as one controller still counted as two Joy-Cons. That is weird. So just to go back a quick sec. So if you're offline, like camping or something, you can't play a game of this. Uh, You can. You just you set up local wireless mode like you don't have to play on the, like a, a network connection as far as I'm aware of it. Just you just send out a wireless signal. OK, so there is offline play at least. Yeah. OK, cool. So I thought you, I thought you were saying there isn't any way to do that. No, there is. It's um, just it's a bit convoluted. OK, you can thankfully fill up the, the rest of the slots with bots. So you don't have to just have like weirdly weighed matches. Uh, It plays good. It's it's a little chunkier than I remember Killer Queen being like the the flapping seems to go lower than I remember it being. But that might just be tweaks they made to this one. Okay, I. Yeah, I'm wondering because like I I played Killer Queen maybe a couple months ago at an arcade. Yeah, didn't seem any of that different to me. I think it also might be the Um, feeling of like an actual arcade button versus just the buttons on a switch controller yeah or or maybe like when was the last time you played killer queen like proper year and a half two years ago yeah maybe they like updated it recently and that's why i didn't feel something different maybe like maybe the arcade version got closer to the switch one or something it has been a while so but yeah no uh at least it is cross play which is a good thing so you can play with people who have the pc version or the uh yeah or the i guess the other versions which aren't are the xbox ones out yet 
No. Yeah, so eventually... That is a Game Pass up. one, so I would have definitely had that already. Gotcha. Yeah, no, uh, still good. Uh, we tried going online to play a game with four players. Could not find anyone. That's weird. I was getting into games immediately. Yeah, I don't know if it's because I had a full party, and which meant they had to pair me up with another full party, or mm, what, but we, sure. we couldn't get any games going, which was a bummer. Yeah, may, yeah. that might be the case, because I only ever went online solo or with one other person. Um... Yeah, that is weird. Um, how did it run for you, though? I had no problems. It was totally fine online. Uh, no, uh, online, when I played it online, was fine. Uh, locally, okay. you can't pause. <laughs> so, uh, okay. yeah, so you can't pause. Well, like, the menu will come up, but the game will still be running behind it. And sure. if mm-hmm. you press the home button, it disconnects you. So you your entire room shuts down and you have to restart. Even if you're mm. all just on the one weird. system, which is insane that is pretty weird so those would be my gripes about it but otherwise like it plays all right we had we did have some lag when playing by ourselves on the one system which was really odd like there was just random like skips as if the game Mm. wasn't sure what was going on when like two of us killed two different players at the same time like we kind of teleported and then the ai obviously which didn't have that issue killed us but that, Weird, it only man. happened like once, maybe twice. It was otherwise smooth. So I'm just going to chalk it up as like a weird hiccup. Was that, was it, were you playing handheld at any point or is this all docked? All docked. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Otherwise still a good game. Recommend it. Maybe on, <coughs> uh, maybe on PC. That music's real good. Music is good. I just I wish like there the was music during the matches. Uh, cause the only song that plays is when like one team's about to win. Wait, really? Yeah. No me- no that the only all. music that plays is when someone is about to win. It starts doing like a drum roll and it plays little guitar riffs when someone dies. That's that's all the music How did is I in not matches. realize that at all. To be fair, the arcade game also didn't have music, so I figured that was just them being authentic. See, I was thinking maybe the arcade game did have music and I just can never hear it because arcades are loud and everyone's screaming like snail right in your ear. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, that's weird. I I could have sworn there was music. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, other than that, uh, what else did I write down here? Oh, yeah. Uh, that Lion King and Aladdin Disney collection came out. So mm-hmm. I, I brought that along with me. And uh, my friends were like, hey, I want to try out the Lion King. Because I had streamed my SNES copy the other day and went through it. They're like, all right, have fun. And they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, it ends up okay. that game is still as hard as uh, as most people thought it was back in the day. But it, it handles it pretty well. Stage where you're um, jumping around the Akuna Matata stage with the, yeah, the, no, it's the just can't wait to be one? king stage. Oh yeah, one. it is. Yeah, that's the one that that's they kept the getting that like walled right. on. And then, well, uh, Emil made it to stage three, the elephant graveyard, and then ran out of continues right. there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they added the Game Boy versions are in there as well, on top of the uh, Super Nintendo and Genesis versions of Lion King. And Aladdin has the only the Genesis one, but they added Game Boy is in there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a fixed version of the game where they fix some of the issues that were left in the game upon release. Like, I think there were some little, like, code bugs and, like, weird hitboxes they fixed. Mm-hmm. And there's also a super early like 
public demo of the game they gave out they had in an expo hall that was like super early development and it's like it's really rough around the edges and really difficult but it's actually really cool that they yeah. added it there they have they also have a bunch of like making of games uh, videos for both of them they made they made their own for Aladdin and then Lion King had one that got produced back in the 90s Dude, that's like neat. a bunch of for like yeah no it was really cool they had like dev interviews and everything yeah. yeah that's real cool i like that i wish more so, stuff did that yeah it, it was some neat stuff to check if you were you're into those that kind of stuff like historian stuff or like retro stuff but for otherwise sure. it is essentially those 16-bit games so if so honestly uh i think you can get those games cheaper than the actual release Probably, I mean, I own them, so probably. Yeah. yeah. So you mean, the, you mean by release, you mean the collection? Yeah. Okay, but then you're missing out on like all the different you, versions. You are missing out on yeah. all like the extra versions and stuff. Yeah, but like if you just wanted just those games, you could either just throw them in an emulator, or just buy the original games for cheap enough that you would still save some money. Yeah, I like it. But but if you wanted like to play them on like a modern something, oh then then like are they on Steam? Uh, I think that collection is on Steam actually. I'll check. Because that might be the best thing is maybe it's more expensive, but it's also just easier to get. Oh, it's definitely going to be easier to get. There's no questioning that. Yeah, because like who has like a Genesis sitting around? I mean, some people do, obviously. Yeah, Disney Not Disney Classics, uh, Aladdin, and, yeah, Disney Classic Games, Aladdin and the Lion King is on Steam for thirty four yeah. bucks Canadian. Yeah. Are th- was it with either of these on the Genesis Classic? I don't know. No. Okay. Mm, okay. I don't think any licensed games really were. Yeah, that probably makes sense, actually. It's, I bet that licensing is a nightmare. Aladdin would have been the most likely one since that version was pretty famous, but uh, new. No, probably also because this collection was in development. That's, yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Otherwise, that's pretty much it for me. Just been playing small things. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's really about it. I'm going to go pick up Sword and Shield after the, uh, after the podcast because they're doing a 10 p.m. launch. Nice. So I'll probably go, okay. so I'll probably go pick that, that up. That just makes sense. It does. Like, it, like, it goes live at 10 for you guys. Yeah. yeah. So why not? Exactly. Um, yeah, I have that, I guess, already downloaded. I just need to unlock at 9. Which version are you playing? Um, I'm playing Sword because I want that big boy far-fetched thing. <laughs> Sword-fetched. <laughs> With that long sword. You know the one I'm talking about? I do. Yep. What about you, John? Uh, so I'm grabbing that two-pack, the one that has sword and shield in it. Reese is playing... Reese wants shield because it has the, the pony tie in it. And so I'll be playing Sword. Okay. Nice. Right, okay. For whatever reason, Amazon started selling that thing, the double pack, for 100 today, which is 20 bucks off. Weird. I was like, wow, way to go. That's a deal right there, but I am not that person. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyways, John, we'll have to Pokemon battle. We'll have to trade. Although you're not, you're not going to, what start are you going to get? Maybe you can give me a, a sweet egg. Probably doing score bunny. Perfect. I'm not doing score bunny. Um, I am tired of fighting fire Pokemon <laughs> as my starters. <laughs> uh, That's fair. Um, also, I think Scorbunny's evolution just seems boring. I haven't looked at the evolutions, nor do I care to before I get in the game. 
See, I looked because I'm like, I'm going to, I only play with one Pokemon. I play with just the starter and it becomes a weird tank that I, I go through the whole game with. So I'm going to be looking at this thing a lot and I want it to be like cool looking mm-hmm. in some way. Anyway, I'm going Sobble. Nice. Um, so you got to hook me up with an egg, man, and I'll, I'll give you an egg and we'll make this work. I'll, I'll see what deals. I can. Well, it depends on how much of this I end up playing, but yeah, we'll see. Well, just play enough to get me an egg or just give me your starter if you're not going to play it anymore. <laughs> I'll treat him right. I'll treat that score bunny right. Wow. By wow. putting it in the bank, never to see the light yeah, of day exactly. again. I'll put him in I just the, I'll put that him check the mark on my Pokedex, man. Uh, Paul, do you want to talk about what you've been playing? Uh, I guess so. Uh, I finished The Outer Worlds. I'm completely done with that game. So, Are you going to do a second playthrough? Nope. I'm okay. I'm happy. I saw two endings, so I'm happy with that. I hear the playing through as an idiot yeah. is a very good playthrough. I mean, I yeah, I got that flaw by getting hit in the head too many times. And since mm-hmm. I was playing on normal, I was like, well, I got to make this somewhat harder for myself. So any flaw I get, I automatically have to take. So Oh, I'm not taking them because they're like, you'll get a perk point, And I'm like, all these perks are dumb. The perks no, are bad. You. They're pretty bad, um, especially because the downside for the flaws are fucking ridiculous. They really gimp you. But uh, the yeah. dumb option is so good. Just being like. So you started as like a normal, yeah. competent, probably speech focused person because you play fall games. And then you just and like, then I was hit my head a whole bunch. And then and I was playing as De- I was playing like destiny for too long. So I broke my legs too many times and got a fluff sure. to my dexterity. Then I took too much corrosive damage at some point, so I took a hit to uh, resistances. And then I got wow. Hit this in the does head not sound fun. <laughs> I mean, you don't You're making have this to sound take the very flaws. not fun. <laughs> it was fine. It was it's cute. I kind of like the whole like depending what happened to you in the game can like dictate how the game plays for you if you wanted to, or you can just be like, nah, I don't want that flaw. Fuck you off, and I want to play normally. Um. So playing as a person who got hit in the head too many times opens up a bunch of dialogue and sometimes options that you can just do. Like there's a part at some point where you're like in a lab. I'll just like I'm not going to do any spoiler talk. You're in a lab. There's a thing there and it's just like, well, like I could hack this or the dumb option is push the big button or whatever. It's like, well, I'm going to fucking push the button. (laughs) And it's like, oh, you fucked up. Okay, like let's move on. <laughs> no, I I do hear that playthrough is very good. It's good, um, yeah. And it has a quote so unquote secret ending, where you're basically just like computers. No, nah, fuck that. I got this shit. Let's go. And then it's like dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and then I went back after getting that and laughing. And just being like, okay, let's actually like see what the ending looks like. And there was like another hour and a half worth of story. <laughs> so it's very funny. Yeah. I didn't I didn't watch the whole thing, but I just kind of saw it exists. There's a speed run of that game that's like 13 minutes long. It's for that dumb ending. You just get you just make your character dumb, go to the end, and then do the thing to get credits. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you're missing out on everything if you're speedrunning it. <laughs> like the whole reason oh, to play for it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really good. I was a little annoyed because I did a thing that the game lets you do, and then a bunch of people hated me, which is fine. That's fine. But one of those people was a quest giver I was on, 
And then they just wouldn't talk to me anymore without fighting me. So I was like, all right. And they just blew their fucking head off and took their shit and walked away. It's like, okay, I guess that quest is gimped now because these other people in this area hate me. So this person automatically does too because video game. So did you actually get like in the quest log, whatever the thing at the bottom is? Uh, Yeah, I can't remember what's called botched or something botched that's what it was i kept thinking borked in my head borked. Like, there's no way this game says borked yeah. no so i can that see that was, game saying bork so that was the only one that i specifically botched i had two in there and then the other one was under botched but i didn't botch it what i did was it was to give a dude a thing and instead of giving that dude the thing i sold it on the black market for money because i'm a freelancer okay. But it still sure. counted okay. as botched. I at the moment have no botched ones, which I'm pretty proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, seems kind of hard to botch a, a mission, unless I guess you kill someone. That then that would be pretty easy. Mm-hmm. For sure, that game's really good. <laughs> I really yep, like that I, game. I still slowly continue to play it. Yeah, but games keep coming out, man. Yep. Um. So, uh, Hearthstone Battlegrounds came out, which is their auto chess thing. And that thing is unreasonably fun and addictive. I played a whole lot of it. What's different about it? Um, in what sense? From an auto chess or from Hearthstone? From auto chess, because it's not like Hearthstone, right? It's like auto chess. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah, so what it, What makes it unreasonably fun that an auto chess does not? It's, so, the big problem people have talked about and i can see it but i don't really care because i was expecting it is that there's an element of randomness to it and my reaction to that was wait there's randomness in hearthstone you don't say uh so what how it goes is that you have your play mat or whatever like your play area i guess the big difference is you can only have seven units at a time on the board uh because it's like on Hearthstone, you can only have seven cards on the play field on your side at a time. There's like a limit. To, okay. Um, and the way it works is that every round it follows standard things. Like if you have a taunt enemy, the opponent's stuff will have to kill that first before getting to other stuff. And it goes like from a left to right where left to right, the minions will attack an, a character or a thing on the other side in kind of uh like standard fashion but like there's a little bit of randomness to it so you can get fucked in your draw sometimes and i could see that being annoying for some people but for me it's just i kind of expected it so i wasn't too mad about that uh the games are shorter and they there isn't a whole lot of cards and deck like archetypes that you can really build so they what it ends up being is a bunch of giant creatures that with like a stupid amount of health or a stupid amount of like stuff that could happen like um buffs that make it so that when a creature dies it spawns more things and whatnot so instead of this you building up like an auto chess thing a bunch of characters and then they just fight each other this has the card interactions of well, when this character dies, it explodes this character, which in turn makes three more versions of this, which all get buffed by this. So it has this weird like synergy thing going if you have like your cards right that I don't think the other ones do. And I think that's the gratifying part for me. OK. Also, you have your heroes, which they all have hero powers that you can play each turn if you want to. Um, 
for like a cost. And those are usually pretty good. Like uh, Nefarian has one that it deals. You can play it for one mana or one coin. I can't remember what their currency is. I think I'm just going to say mana for ease. You can play for one mana and that'll just be at the start of like the next turn. Just do one damage to everything, which is good for like if you're facing up against somebody who went heavily into having shields, you just like pop all those shields right away and take out their shitty little units. They have um, passive characters with passive buffs where it's just like they're able to like get stuff for cheaper or like level up, up characters easier or quicker or whatever, get like better tiers of stuff. It's very, very cool. And I guess I think the thing I like about it too is that I've been playing with a buddy who doesn't isn't into Hearthstone at all. And this is just a free thing that they were able to download and play with me. And that's been fun as well. You can like, is this just on PC? I don't know. I I've been playing it on PC. If it's on phones. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it's very, very good. I'm sure it's coming to phones if it's not. For sure. Yeah, for sure. It's still in beta. Uh, Also, the big problem, I guess the only big problem I have right now is I don't know how to get emotes unlocked to taunt my enemies. And uh, that's all I want. But yeah, I've I've taken some pretty brutal losses in it for sure. Um, Uh, It does not look like it's on iOS at the moment. Okay. Yeah, Hearthstone Battlegrounds, that's out, so people should check that out. Uh, I And the big one that happened... Uh, so I've been playing this, but I went really hard in it because Star Wars comes out in an hour and 45 minutes, and I'm not going to go back to this game until that's done, probably. Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. Uh, been working on that game, and I'm at the point where I'm at the Impossible Lair. I... I'm I'm missing 16 tonics in that game, which are kind of like little how impossible is it? It's very fucking hard. It's very it is annoying. It is annoying. It's it's difficult. Yep. But but Um, I can guarantee with certainty the speed run of that game is literally just going to be doing that layer right away. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I guess like John had already talked about this game, but I'll give a quick recap for anybody who doesn't know. It's a side scrolling Donkey Kong Country esque type game. The general conceit of it is that the I can't remember his name now because I don't really care. The big baddie in the game is taking over the um, this like giant beehive city, essentially. And at the very beginning, you go through you fight him and you go through the impossible lair that he set up to kill you, basically. And uh, you can you can beat that lair at any point during the game, including the very f- like first time you go in it, if you're good enough. But the idea is, is that it's made very difficult. So the game expects you to go throughout the overworld to collect uh, bees for this battalion buff that are basically just anytime you get hit by something in the lair, a bee dies that c- swarms around you instead of you taking damage because you can only get, take damage twice uh, in the game, generally. Once, uh, after taking one bit of damage, Laylee flies away or tries to fly away, and then if you take it again, Yuka dies. Um, so the bees are basically just an overshield, and you can get up to 48 of them in the game. And the idea is, is that you get this overshield so that it makes the lair easier. 
But even with it, this lair is a fucking bitch. You're not you're generally probably not going to get through it even with the full B uh, thing without like see the big thing is knowing what's coming up and like what you're in store for because there's kind of a lot of cheap things that get in your way to kill you. And I think that's the most annoying thing about it. Also, the fact that every time you die in the lair, you have to start all over again. And the lair is like a half an hour long thing basically to go through. Yeah, they basically wanted to make it so that you couldn't one shot it. Yeah, for sure. Um, That being said, people that have played that game a lot and are good at it can one shot it. But I'm not going to get to that point. Fuck that shit. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are runs of that with zero B's. Jesus, oh, I'm really sure it's already? probably I'm sure it's probably like 15 minutes or something. I'm, I'm looking <laughs> it up right now. Uh, fastest time. Oh, wow. Really? No, fastest time right now was one hour and nine minutes. Not one hour. Eight minutes, sorry. Yeah. So no, I don't think anyone's cracked the. Uh... Wow. Oh, wait, hang on. Nope. I'm full of shit. Uh, okay. I was in the 24 B's category. Uh, any percent, which I assume that'd be the one. Yeah, 19 yeah. minutes 48 seconds see that's just annoying to hear <laughs> that's still really long for just only doing the the one stage that is yeah that's literally just the layer and the, be- like, the best part is there's literally a category marker where it says time without loads and time with loads so that 1948 oh is God. actually 21 minutes even god damn it that's crazy uh, for comparison, I am about 16 or 17 hours in after getting all of the bees for the battalion. Uh, most of the tonics, I'm missing 16 tonics still, and I kind of just gave up on it because you can't bring the tonics in with you anyway, so I kind of don't care. Like, I'm done with the overworld stuff. Like, there's no reason to go back in those levels unless it's to grind out quills for stuff I can't use in the end anyway. So it feels kind of like, a, well, I could do this for completionist sake and like sink another hour into this, but nah, fuck that. Let's just finish the game. And then I thought finish the game was like, okay, this is going to be very hard. It might take me an hour. I've been working on that thing for about four. It's been about mm. four hours of working on that thing. So I'm almost done it though. I got, I've gotten to the end sequence, which is like a escape, the exploding play sequence. Uh, twice and i've like died on that so that's fucking irritating to die at the ex the end every time but whatever we'll get we'll crack that egg uh that game's very good i will say at first it didn't feel very good because comparing it to donkey kong donkey kong feels tighter than this game yeah Uh, The rolling in this game is fucking weird to get used to at first. It's a little like floaty. And then you realize when you get decent with it, they meant it to be floaty. So you can do weird tricks like rolling off of a platform for like a good like yard or something and then jumping. Like there's a reason why it feels floaty. But at the beginning, it just feels like it was coded wrong or something until you get used to it. Um. I hate that when you get hit, Laylee fucks off and it gimps you. That's what I don't like, that you can't ground pound anymore without Laylee and you can't spin in the air. So here's the thing that they took that out of Donkey Kong Country Returns because the same thing happens if you don't have Diddy or your partner. 
So yeah, that's why that, that mechanic's in there. Yeah, I don't like that mechanic at all. Uh, specifically the ground pound thing. I can I can get my head around not having the uh, better air control without her, but there's parts where it's just like, oh, I just have to take a death now because I need to get this coin that's down here, and I just can't without her. So let's go back to the checkpoint. I, coin collecting in this game feels like a lot of trial and error for a lot of parts because they're kind of off screen and it's like, well, is this a thing I can do? Let's jump into the fucking uh, thing I can't see. And then sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, For the most part, you can usually get through them pretty okay, but uh, it's a little uh, tiresome at some points just being like, okay, well, let's die here and see if you, oh, yeah, 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 there you can get through. Okay. Um, Yeah, these are honestly just small gripes, though, because I really like the game. And I wish it just felt a little bit better. Also, the first stage in the game had some music I hated. And I was just like, oh, no, did they fuck up on the music, too? They didn't. The music is fucking amazing in that game. And it gets better as you go along. It's almost like they put, like, the worst music up front and then put, like, the just better like, just stuff Just getting this on. out of the way. I do want yeah. it's Grant Kirkhope, isn't it? I think he was he was there on the first. Year, I think really. it's Grant and David, I believe. Mm. Yeah, but uh, I, I know David did at least one track in the game, uh, but I think the idea was that it was mostly Grant. Mm-hmm. But Grant also didn't do the Donkey Kong Country music in the first place. Like he was Banjo Kazooie right. onwards. So. Right. Yeah. Um, also, the conceits for like how you get into the alternate versions of worlds and is fucking inspired that's inspired game design right there except for like one where it was just like oh it's the same only the conveyors are going the different way like that one is just like really guys like you can think of something better than that every other one has been dope like ones where just like you play through a level and then the other version of it you flipped it so that like the whole level is now flipped and that game is fucking cool with how that design they designed those levels it's real that cool. stage that stage where you basically run in and destroy a factory and then the security system chases you yeah. back out is super yeah. frustrating, but also super yeah. fun. Though I, there's two chase levels and th- frustrating, but fun is definitely how I describe them. Frustrating because I just hate instant death in d- games, dude. I hate it. I hate it so much. Like, let me take a bunch of damage or something. Sure. But I just hate when there's something where it touched you and I'm dead. And this game has a lot of that because difficulty, I guess. Also, there is a lot. I'm sure you noticed this, John. There is a lot of Kaizo DNA in how that game is structured. Oh. There is a lot of Kaizo there's DNA There's so in many that. jumps where they just, they're, they're specifically there because they know you're going to take a hit. That's yeah. almost why, like, almost every time they do that, there's, like, a bell right after or a checkpoint right, right after. Yep, there's so much of that. The impossible lair is basically a fucking ROM hack, like a Mario ROM hack and how it controls. It's fucking, it's weird, honestly, to see that much difficulty in a game that I was just like, oh, this will be cute. This will be a cute little video game that for kids that I'll get to play. Holy shit, <laughs> it has fucked me so hard in that impossible lair. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I hate this game and I love it. It's like that feeling you get of 
doing something very difficult, that like elation. But to get to that point, it's just like the shit you have to go through and like learn about it. it it's very cool. I really in, am enjoying this more than I thought I would. Also, I'm pretty sure that Sekiro is going to be easy now in comparison to this so we'll see i suppose uh yeah ukulele and the possible air people need to check that game out if you're a donkey kong fan especially growing up donkey kong country you definitely need uh owe it to yourself to check that game out that's all i've been playing um so most of this week has been uh playing our patreon game sure uh because that is a game that you have to play kind of all at once otherwise you, you're not going to do very well that's why i have to um, replay so, I only, it so we can talk yeah. about it uh so i haven't played a ton of other stuff i'll talk about death stranding a little bit because that's like the new hot release since we last talked yeah again i'm like an hour into death stranding oh. so i feel like anything i say doesn't matter because sure. that game is such a, a big thing sure um what i can say though is like that it looks so nice that is that game is gorgeous um that's about it, though. Like, I enjoyed the hour I played. What does that mean for a 60-hour Kojima game? Like, nothing. So, wait to hear next No, week. I do have a one question for you. Did you actually play that hour, or did you watch it? I played that hour. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. There, I mean, there were definitely cut scenes, but I want to say about two-thirds of it was me playing, and one-third was, okay. you know, a weird cut scene. That's doable. Um, um, yeah, okay. Which, I mean, I'm fine with. I... I I'm of the of the ilk that enjoys the silly cuts, anime cutscenes from Kojima and how long they are. Like, I like that stuff. I think you have to um, because Kojima definitely wants to make those cutscenes more than he wants to make the game. So, right. Yeah. If you're if you're coming to a Kojima game being like, oh, I don't like story. I don't like watching cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll play a, a different game. There's too many. And I know. Yeah. Person, you have a backlog. So go play something else. Um, yeah. Yeah. I will talk more about Death Stranding. Um uh, in the future for sure okay uh luigi's mansion three i just wanted to say that that um sewer level the basement two the sewer level yeah. is terrible i saw your oh it's so about bad this. and it's and they send you back there i could not believe that <laughs> there it is pretty rare that you have to go back to a stage um in any way it's always just like go to the next stage go to the next stage there's maybe like once or twice where it's like oh you got to go back and do something else on this one this is one of those times and it just happens to be the worst stage. Wow. Anyway, um, I'm getting close to the end, but with Pokemon coming out, I'm probably not going to finish it for a little bit. Sure. Uh, and then I also did want to say Tangle Tower. I was pretty high on it last week. I am less high on it this week to the point I am not going to be finishing that game. Mm. Um, I had the brief complaints that sometimes you have to do some pixel hunting. Yeah. And I got to the point in the game where I uh, had unlocked what I'm assuming is like the final like hidden room that would reveal to me who the murderer was. And I would finally figure out the answer to the mystery that I've been playing this whole time. Uh And then your main character goes, "Uh, hang on before I go in there, I want to make sure I look over and find every clue first. And I was like, uh, no, I am not going to pixel hunt for the last three clues that I don't even know if I actually do need. Let me in this door that I just puzzled open. What are you doing? And with the nature of how like it's not it's not linear how you can go through the game. I can't even really look up a guide like a video guide to like find those unless I want to scrub through hours of footage to find where the one item was. So I was like, it's just not happening. I'm just going to uninstall this game and I'm going to watch the ending on YouTube. And that was a bummer. 
Yeah. That was a, that was a big bummer. That sucks. Um, yeah, it was just one really annoying design flaw that totally throws you th- for a loop in a game that I was enjoying immensely. But stuff like that happens. All right, yeah. let's uh, let's move on to some news. Okay. Uh, we got a bunch. It, it started this week. Started out with like no news, and then like up until a day ago, a bunch of news hit. Yeah. Um, going in somewhat chronological order. We finally have a release date for Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, as well as everything else Shovel Knight, because there's a million Shovel Knight things about to drop. Uh-huh. December 10th. On December 10th, you're going to get King of Cards Showdown, the Treasure Trove's physical edition, the Amiibos, as well as the Shovel Knight Gold Amiibo, whatever that is. Um, okay. So I think the most important part here, though, is King of Cards. It's finally coming out on the 10th. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. If you have the... Uh, I guess if you have the treasure trove that gets you uh, the king of cards, which is something I bought like three years ago and it's a part of. um, So that's great. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Something to do in December, I guess. Not a lot of gaming. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And I got it on switch, so it'll be good when I'm on the plane for holidays. Nice. Uh, All right. The big news is XO 19 happened today. Did either of you watch this press conference? Nope. I watched some of it. Um, because in my opinion, this was as exciting as an E3 press conference. Okay. With the stuff they showed and announced. Uh, I'm just going to open up this Twitter thread because they kind of go through it chronologically. Started off with a new IP from Rare called Everwild. Um, Okay. No idea really what the gameplay of it is, um, but visually it kind of reminded me of like a polygonal Ori in the Blind Forest that's less shiny because that game is just like super shiny i could see that yeah i'm Um, just looking up the video right now okay followed by obsidian's new ip called grounded a survival game where you are building forts and bat and you're also and you're smaller than an insect and you have to battle insects attacking you and whatnot okay that's Uh, neat which definitely seems very weird um but you know, Obsidian just knocked it out of the park with uh, Outer Worlds, so I'm excited. Um, next was a game called West of Dead by Raw Fury that visually it reminded mm-hmm. me of Creature in the Well. Um, okay. But this is like, uh, it, it looks like a dual stick shooter and the main character is voiced by Ron Perlman, it, which was pretty interesting. It definitely has a um, a Mike Mignola Hellboy ish like art style to it for sure yeah so i could see that interesting um after this i'm gonna get more kind of choosy with what i'm highlighting but they showed (laughs) off cart drift cart rider drift okay which i guess is a pc thing coming to xbox next year okay uh they showed some more bleeding edge uh which looks cool coming march 24th uh planet coaster um this next one I was pretty excited about. Tell me why is the next game by the Life is Strange team Don't as, nod. inside of Don't Nod, mm-hmm. and it looks like two people that have some kind of supernatural power <laughs> dealing with weird shit in the forest. And I was like, "Sign me up! Are you kidding me? I am ready for this." Um, 
it definitely looks like if you're a Life is Strange fan, take a look at this. They also said, and I don't understand what the wording means, but when they said they said all chapters coming September 2020. Huh. Which makes you think it's another episodic episodic in some way, Uh but they're all coming at once. So maybe they're like Netflix style dropping all the episodes at once and you just go through as you please. But then why do them as episodes? Maybe it's just like they like that formula. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But as a Life is Strange fan, I'm very excited. That's tell me why. This next game also looked very cool. It made me think of like a, a double fine game. This was called The Artful Escape. It's being published by Annapurna Interactive, Mm -hmm. which they're getting to the point of like Devolver Digital status of like if they're publishing it, it's probably worth checking out, at least for me. They do some very cool stuff. This is some kind of weird side scrolling like guitar. You have a guitar game. I don't even know what the gameplay is, but it it looked super psychedelic weird creatures definitely check out the trailer this thing looks cool this is the artful escape again okay um they talked about project x cloud for a while some of the highlights are so there is a a beta version of it a preview version of it right now if you're in the uk the us and i don't remember what the third country is it's not canada Mm mm-hmm you can use Project X Cloud now if you want. Again, you need an Android device. It's not on iOS. Otherwise, I would have been jumping on this. Uh-huh. They have 50 games in it already, um, which is very cool. They announced that Project X Cloud is going to be coming to Windows next year, uh, which is exciting. They also announced it's going to ha- have Bluetooth support. So, And they even called out it'll work with a DualShock 4. Okay, cool. So that's cool. Yep. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they said that Game Pass will be getting xCloud. So I guess if you have Game Pass, you're going to get access to their streaming service. Nice. Which sounds awesome. Holy smokes. What a what a, what a bump. Yeah, for sure. Uh, continuing on, they announced Yakuza 0, Kiwami, and Kiwami 2 is coming to Game Pass. Oh, and nice. And Xbox okay. in general, yeah. And X- obviously Xbox in general. Um, but that's huge, right? Yeah, because that's never really yeah. that was traditionally just on PlayStation. Then when it came out to Steam last year, so that was also a big surprise. And now it's coming to Xbox. Yeah, Xbox, and then with Game Pass as well. That's exciting for me. Like, holy smokes, that's yeah. a that's a big get. Yeah. yeah, no, you'll love those. The Accused games are great. Right, I've been like this close to just getting them on PlayStation. I think I even have them through like uh, PS Plus. At least Yakuza Zero, uh, I think it's been on PS Plus. Yeah uh drake hollow i i actually stepped away so i didn't see much of whatever this game was okay they announced halo reach is coming to the master chief collection on december 3rd mm-hmm. I, I think they also said they that's when the pc the first... one's coming out i think it's i think they're i think it's both december 3rd mm-hmm. um they showed the first gameplay trailer for age of empires 4 okay nice uh, they then they then announced that Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition is out now. And that is on Game Pass. Um, I'm assuming just a PC Game Pass, but you can play that right now. <clears throat> they then showed the next game from the Virginia devs, which got me excited. And they described it as Twin Peaks-esque. And this is called Last Stop. Okay. It's uh, some weird detective game in London. 
Um, I'm excited. Again, published by Annapurna Interactive. They showed Minecraft Dungeons, which comes in uh, next year, April 2020. They then announced that 10 Final Fantasy titles are coming to Game Pass. Which is another big deal, in my opinion. Yeah. It's pretty um, good. That's that's a huge get. Like, wow. Yeah. Um, there's like an image out there. It's it's like most of the ones you'd expect. Like Final Fantasy X's on there. 10 2, 7, 8. Uh, just a whole whack of them. So that's that is pretty cool. That'll be coming next year as well. Um, they then also announced that Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 is coming to Game Pass. Uh, which will be the first time I think those are also on Xbox. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, yeah. The only game, Kingdom Hearts game on Xbox right now is three. Three. So one and two are coming to Xbox, and they're coming to Game Pass. Yep. And two point eight. I think is another huge mess. guess. So like literally every Kingdom Hearts game is is coming there basically. Yeah. No. Like I I haven't said enough good things about Game Pass, but they just keep like hammering home with some of these games. Holy smokes. Um, they then announced some new stuff that's on its way to Game Pass. Things that are announced right now, which I'm pretty excited about. Rage 2, Remnant from the Ashes, The Talos Principle, Planet Fall, and then, like I said, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Those are already available. Coming this holiday, this first one was actually leaked this morning, but The Witcher 3 is getting added. Darksiders 3, Halo Reach, which we mentioned was December 3rd, My Friend Pedro, and Life is Strange 2. And then next year... They just kind of reiterated that it's the Yakuza games, the, those first three, the Final Fantasy collection, and then they re-mentioned Ori and the Will of the Wisps. <clears throat> um, they did a big montage for ID at Xbox games. Bunch of stuff in there. I think they're all coming to Game Pass. Think some of the big ones was like Streets of Rage 4. Um, there was this game on there called Skatebird which was these little birds on skateboards that looked hilarious. That's coming to Game Pass. I don't know what that is. Uh, one thing that I know I and, and Paul would get excited about is Chris Tales, that game we got really excited about back at E3. I guess that's coming to Game Pass, which is awesome. I'm glad to see that game still exists in some capacity. Um, and those were the big announcements from this event. I, I thought these were some crazy, exciting stuff. Yeah, there was definitely some super cool stuff there. Yeah, that was like a, a an E3 level of announcements, in my opinion. Um, there's a lot on that that I just got like super excited as a Game Pass person, knowing I'm getting access to so much stuff. That that's very cool. Um, a couple other bit of news is from the XO19 were like trickling out. One of which uh, the actually they mentioned this during the press conference. Now that I think about it. Um, is that Discord Nitro subscribers are going to get three months of Game Pass on for PC for free. Cool. Yeah. And if you're a Game Pass Ultimate member, you get a month of EA Access for free. You get three months of Discord Nitro, and you get six months of Spotify Premium. Such a That's crazy a deal. Cool bi- right? Yeah. Um, Paul, you had just stepped away. You probably, so you, did, you definitely didn't hear this. There was a montage during this stream for a bunch of ID at Xbox games that are all coming to Game Pass. Uh-huh. One of which was Chris Tales. Oh, I'm stoked. I mean, either way, I'm probably going to yep. buy it because I want to support that game. That game is so cool looking. I was just happy that it still exists because <laughs> I have not heard it from that game in a while. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> but yes, that was XO19. That was great. Um, moving on. The Game Awards are on the horizon. 
Yeah. And it was announced today that they're going to be live streamed across 53 tiers <laughs> in the U.S. And then it's going to be followed by a screening of Jumanji. That's so funny to me. <laughs> uh, so, like, I was planning to just watch this at, at the computer, obviously. But, like, if I could get just, like, a basically free ticket to Jumanji... Maybe I should just go do this to say I watched this and then Jumanji. No kidding. Like, how weird is that? Super weird. Definitely weird. Um, all right, a couple Stadia things happened. I'm going to go to the second one first. We got the launch lineup. Okay. And it's depressing. Oh, okay. It is Stadia after all. <laughs> okay. So coming November 19th, uh, these are the games that you will get. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Destiny 2 The Collection, Guilt, uh, spelled with a Y, mm-hmm. uh, which is the only exclusive. So that's like a that'll be a brand new game. Yep. Just Dance 2020, which I'm curious how it's going to track you. Mm, okay. Kine, Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, Samurai Showdown, Thumper, and then all three of the recent Tomb Raider games. I mean, this is good if you haven't played, like, most of these. <laughs> so, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of lackluster. It's, it's yeah. I guess, keep in mind, I guess the big score would have been that this would have been coming out the day Doom was coming out, right? Yeah. And then that got pushed, so they lost that. Because that was being shown as well on Stadia. Yeah. Um, I, Thumper on here, that's a weird choice. <laughs> it is, yeah. I like Thumper, but I just, like, I didn't think, like, the general public was a was a big fan of Thumper. That's a weird thing for someone to just, like, oh, I'm going to try this little, oh, music game, cool, yeah. What is this? <laughs> um. Anyway... Yeah. yeah, my Stadia <laughs> shows up next week. I don't know why I'm I'm pre-ordering this dumb thing. I'm excited to hear about it, honestly. Yeah, that I'm. I just I just need to know. Yeah. from like a game observer perspective, I guess I'll. Pl- I don't know if I get access to these. I have this since I'm getting it. I get I get like their three month. <clears throat> of their subscription so i'm assuming i get access to everything i don't know if i do i guess i'll play guilt because it's new yeah you have to try I mean, thumper like, to see if that, that negative latency in? is a thing because that seems like one where you would definitely feel latency issues yeah i mean because every single else on here that i'm interested in i own already yeah and I've played through. Yeah, I mean, it's not that strong of a lineup in general. No, it's not. I, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see you next week. I'll talk about it. Uh, next week on the show, I get it. Yeah, I guess I'll be able to talk about it next week on the show. Uh, speaking of disappointing Stadia stuff, they did an AMA this week. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna read you the headline of the article I'm pulling all this info from on Kotaku. Yeah. Google confirms all the stuff Stadia won't have at launch. Yeah, I just read that. Seems, oh no. Seems like a good idea. <sighs> okay. Um so I'll go through these highlights. Mm-hmm. Steam uh Stream Connects, State Share, and Crowdplay, the main features that allow players to join in one another's games and make Stadia more than just glorified remote play. 
Uh, that is coming next year. Oh, okay. Uh, the achievement system will be coming shortly after launch, so you won't actually get notifications for them. Okay, I mean, yeah, I guess it'll still re- <laughs> record when you hit the milestones, but you won't be able to see them displayed anywhere. Even though there's an app, I downloaded the Stadia app. I can't do anything with it. Okay. Here's a weird one. So you need a, if you're playing, if you're connecting to Stadia on your TV, you need a Chromecast. Or specifically a Chromecast Ultra. Oh, okay. If you're not mm-hmm. buying Stadia and you have a Chromecast Ultra, that Chromecast Ultra won't work with Stadia at launch. Wait. I'm sorry, repeat that? What? Yeah. So... So uh, my Chromecast Ultra will work. I'm getting one with Stadia. That one will work for Stadia on my TV. Let's say you have a Chromecast Ultra. So you didn't buy like the founders pack that came with one. You were just going to use your Chromecast Ultra. And because, you know, you don't need to. Your Chromecast Ultra will not work at launch. There will be an update later on. Oh. Okay. Yep. Uh, Family sharing. While parents will be able to control what their kids can access on their accounts, multiple people in the same house won't be able to share games on the service until later on. That doesn't seem like a huge deal to me as a launch thing. Uh, The buddy passes. Founder editions of Stadia are supposed to come with buddy passes so that people can give a friend a three-month Stadia subscription to play games with them. Uh But those those passes won't actually be sent out until weeks after launch. Okay. (laughs) That makes sense to me. I, I'm not. I'm okay with that one um, because they need to get like server stuff worked out. I can. I understand that one a little bit, but that sucks still. And then this last one on <laughs> here is them talking about how things are getting staggered shipping, which we we knew about. Yeah. This is. This seems insane. I also saw another one, and it's not set up here. Okay. But I understand because uh, I was just seeing like some highlights on Twitter. You will need your phone at all times to start a Stadia game, even if you're not playing on the phone. Oh, that's probably how Just Dance uh, reads you also then. I bet like holding your phone yeah, or in your pocket or something. I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Um, that seems weird. Yeah, that does. That's a that's a weird thing. Yep. Um, the number of things that are not at launch. This buddy pass one is pretty crazy because like. You would think at launch, this is when you want people championing your weird new product that you are trying to, like, convert people onto. And mm. now everyone's going to be like, no, nah, it's still not good. We got to wait. How long do you think until everybody forgets that Stadia even is a thing? A few months? Yeah, I, I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know. I I don't. I, I'm curious if this thing can get turned around. And it's crazy because, like, at the same time, Microsoft keeps making Project X Cloud better and better sounding. Mm-hmm. No good, man. No good. Yep, definitely no good. Uh, okay, let's talk about the Sonic trailer. <laughs> okay. Uh, what did they do to my no, son? Sonic the Hedgehog. What did they do to my beautiful human oh hedgehog I'm sorry, they've made it palpable now. <laughs> What did they do to my monster? Did you see the post that Yuji Naka was like, can you put the norm, the old Sonic on the Blu-ray release? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That would be hilarious. I, I hope be they an, do that an, as, I, like a, as like a bonus feature or something. That would be great. 
That would be great. They probably won't, but it would be amazing. I don't think they will. I'd assume that would take a lot of like additional animation. Well, theoretically, they they had it almost all done, right? Theoretically. No, I wouldn't say that because a lot of the times when the trailers are made from just the shots, they've like got the furthest Mm -hmm. along. But like how how far before the release was that trailer? That, That came out in like what, March? Yeah, I would have come out March. That original movie was supposed to come out last week. Yeah, I was it, seeing was, a bunch it was supposed to be on my birthday. Like, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was the day we were supposed to get Sonic. <laughs> but they individually pulled out every one of his human teeth. Um, I don't know about you guys. It looks better. Oh yeah, this uh, I, think, I think it looks better. so much better. I mean, it just even looks the, like even Sonic the trailer they cut look better. So. <laughs> Instead of a trailer, I think the trailer, the second trailer, makes it seem a lot more like, "Oh, this is for kids." This is a sure, kids it, it makes it seem yeah. a lot okay. more fun. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's Valentine's Day, right? That's when it comes out. But now they're using Blitzkrieg yeah, Bop instead of Gangsta's Paradise, which I can't get behind at all. Well, I mean, it's a second trailer. Yeah. How often do they use the exact same song? I I honestly I was hoping for the literal same trailer with a different model in it. Oh god. Model. Yeah. yeah. Just to That would have been interesting yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um and no less than 1000 websites would have cut a here are the two trailers side by side as a video feature. Guaranteed if that was the case. Yeah. Uh Anyway, he looks like Sonic now. I think he looks more like kind of old round Sonic like the, like the original kind of Sonic or when yeah. they try to draw uh-huh. Original Sonic, he's like shorter and st- and fatter. Yeah, it's he looks the, more the, marketable. Uh, the artist that did all the work for like Sonic Mania's animated cartoons and like a bunch of the uh, current comic book runs, he's one that called in to actually redesign them. Tyson, Tyson, so you're, what you're saying is he's saved Sonic twice now, basically. Yep, Tyson, Tyson Heese, <laughs> I think. I this might be going back a bit. Do you remember like a really old Sonic parody comic about like nipples the enchilada and a bunch of other weird <laughs> Sonic tropes? Probably not. Yeah, based on the face I'm getting, I'm assuming no. not. But yeah, no, it was a very like popular. Excuse me. Yeah, no, nipples the enchilada was correct. Uh, it was like a really weirdly popular like fan comic. He made that, and then he went on to do all this, which is what's amazing about it. Nice. Good for him, man. Yeah. Nipples was just a stepping stone exactly. to start exactly. That's the American dream. Uh, anyway, we're all going to see this, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, oh. probably. Yeah. You signed the blood oath. <laughs> yeah. The sonic blood oath. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, but you know, the sonic blood oath we signed to play every Sonic game that comes out. You guys have been keeping up with it, right? Not just me. Honestly, I have been playing most of the Sonic games, yeah. I still have a soft spot in my heart for Sonic, even though they've let me down so, this is so a dream many come times. true to you. Yes, this is a dream come true. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, all right, last bit of news is Humble Choice was announced. Yeah. Um, I guess this was, this was announced a little while ago, but they detailed it recently. Yeah. They're basically changing their Humble monthly subscription program to be called Humble Choice. You can get grandfathered in to a version of Humble Choice um, if you have if you get Humble monthly. 
Uh, but yeah. this what they'll do is instead of like having like a mystery game each month and, and whatnot is there'll be a selection of games and you just choose which ones you want as part of your subscription. Right. Yep. I'm excited for this. It's a good way to do this. I'm trying to see what the different tiers are. And this thing doesn't have a chart. But anyway, if you're a humble monthly subscriber, maybe uh, look into this to see what tier interests you, or if you're good with the grandfathered version. Um, the price stays the same, twelve bucks a month. Yeah, uh, and you know you can get a bit of a discount if you buy them in bulk. Yeah. There you go. All right, that does it for news. Let's do some questions. If you want to send in questions? It's topdownrespective at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO Box. And I will read this first one from Yogurt Sapien. The past few weeks, I've been in a really bad slog, and as a result, I haven't really been wanting to do things I enjoy, like video games. When you get in these situations, when you get in situations like that, how do you usually get out of it, or do you just ride it out? I mean, you just ride it out, unfortunately. I guess you fill that time with other stuff you would be okay with doing usually if i don't want to play games i'm like watching a movie or like a series on tv or something that's usually like my thing that i don't i like fill with video game time just to get away from it yeah pretty much the same just find something else to uh give yourself a break in a way yep gotta just you just got to nut up and shut up. Play more games because games is life. Games is life. Just double down. Play two games at once. Um, There is like if you know of a game that you can just play, sometimes you can kind of get yourself out of the slump by just playing something that like kind of almost like a, um, a comfort uh, like food a game. comfort food game. Yeah, exactly. Just to sure. Around you kind of turn your mind off. Yep. Uh, do you have some examples of that? Maybe like yes. a like a raid in in a game. Like a raid in no, a I'm game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like MMOs are great for that. Actually, just shut like shutting your mind off and doing some monotonous task or whatever. Or basically, doesn't feel like a game anymore. It feels like just something yeah, you're working towards. Overwatch. It was just an easy like. I'm just gonna jump in and just play some quick play, and I know I'm gonna have a good time. Um, but yeah, I know I definitely agree with the first sentiment is like, you don't have to be keep playing games, no. like just do other stuff, mix it up. Um, or maybe, maybe it is like play a new game. Maybe you're just bored of whatever game you have or games around. And maybe you're like, I just need to buy a new game that's different and try something else out. Yep. At like, uh, and also maybe this is like a weird thing to suggest, but like go outside and like hang out with friends, go to the bar, like do other stuff enjoy nature just like yeah don't like just sit at home and like jump in a pile of leaves smell a flower get your knees scraped get some get some grass stains on your pants yes exactly sarcasm writes and says paul what are your thoughts on diablo 4 being always online without a traditional single player mode uh 
it is the first gripe of many that I'm sh- that are sure to come with this game. <laughs> so probably expect it at this point because most things just seem to be have always online somehow baked in. But I fucking hate that shit. I hate it so much. I like doing single player stuff in Diablo. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right. Rastman writes in and says, if you could have anyone narrate a whole day of your life, who would you choose and what would you do on that particular occasion? Uh, Danny DeVito. I feel like you can't say, I was about to say, you cannot say Danny DeVito or Morgan Freeman. No, I already said it. Obvious. Why, why Danny DeVito? Because I like Matilda. Why not Danny DeVito? And he narrates a bunch of Matilda. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> no other reason, honestly. Okay. Christopher Walken. That's a good one. All right. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. And what would you do? Because you'd probably want to do something a little special so that he's narrating yeah. like a special event. Like go on like a road trip or something like that. Yeah. That could be pretty good. Uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones is a good one. Yeah. I feel like that's similar to like the Morgan Freeman side of it. Yeah. A little more ominous though. A little less like good guy ish. Um, I'm going to want Nicholas Cage doing the full cage. Yeah. That'd be the pretty full good. Cage. Um, yeah. I want the full cage as he puts it. <clears throat> um, and I think I would just like go skydiving or something crazy. Yeah, I mean, his narration would just be like, ah, or something. It would be pretty good. Yep. Uh, Dead in Sky. You can get any video game for free. However, once you start playing a game, you can no longer play any game released beforehand. For example, when Animal Crossing and Doom release on the same day next year, you could go back and forth between them. But once you start playing one of them, you couldn't play tangle towers anymore do you take the deal no no and feel free to sweeten the pot until you take the no. deal. yeah no why would i do that this is a shitty deal well the deal is you get the games for free okay 60 bucks doesn't seem worth losing access to literally my entire back room yeah i wouldn't take the deal even no though I don't this really is a, this is a much. really shitty deal yeah, this is a bad deal for sure. Like, um, how? Okay, how could you sweeten this to a point where it would actually be worth taking? Like, that's what I don't get. Well, I mean, <clears> may, <throat> I guess like for me, it could be something like I can play any previous games I want ten times a year because it's like I don't go back that much. Maybe ten would be enough for like when I have a rock band party once a year, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I don't know. I I go back to old stuff too often, so I could I can never take that deal. It would literally like ruin your job, your career. Yeah, that, that, that aside, like e- even if we were like, yeah, okay, the job is is like excluded. Right. No, it would still suck. I, but I mean, the nice thing is you would get like every new game for free. So I guess you could make a lot of like topical content. I guess, you know yeah, I, mean? I guess you would say you would save money I in the so. long run, I guess. 
but yeah. you just wouldn't be able to play like on your free time. It's just like, eh. you could also be real strategic about it and just like start at the first game <laughs> and just work through every game. See, Try and get as many of them as you can. As a collector, you cheat and be like, all right, I want like the most, I want stadium events. <laughs> give me, give yeah. me this $10,000 video game. There you go. Yeah, I don't know how you sweeten this, honestly. Yeah, no, I don't take that. What either. if it was the game is free and here's a million dollars? Well, yeah, then honestly, game. <laughs> per game. <laughs> Jesus. Honestly, I'm just saying there's a way you could sweeten it. If, like, I don't know. What if it's, it's like plus a million dollars now, you might have my attention because I could do a lot of like that, normal. That's a lot of sweetener to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's too much sweet for sure. That's like dumping an entire like container of sugar in there. See, and the nice th- and what's interesting is he, he puts like some examples of ways to sweeten it. So he has uh, by including ports DLC as a separate release. So now for my Rock Band example, I can go back to Rock Band every week because mm. there's new songs every week. Oh, like even so, to even consider it, it would I would definitely need. I'm going to take this a little more seriously to even consider this. I would definitely need at least the ability where if there was an since I PC game mostly, if there was if there's an update or a patch that does that counts like that, I can go back to it because that's when I generally okay. go back to games anyway is when there's an update okay. of some sort. Um, I feel like that's now allows you to play every game because what game does not receive a patch? Very few. This day. Very, very few for sure. Uh, like I would love to know if there has been what was the last game that came out and never received a patch. You know yeah, I mean? probably. Like, what could that? What would that even be? At this probably point? some mm. dead indie thing. Likely, I was gonna say maybe just like a a Wii title. Maybe it's like the most recent mm. Just Dance. It's or something. It, I don't it's know. It's probably a console thing, right? Because those are notoriously harder uh, to get like patches through, like an older console. Yeah, like a like a GameCube game, maybe because yeah, like, like the Wii right. even had easy access to the internet. Uh-huh. That's an interesting question. Uh, so, if you take that into account, you're starting to have my interest. Also, every console counts differently. So, like my one game on PC doesn't count for my one game on Switch since they're so vastly different and they don't usually match up in the games I play. You start to have my attention at that point. If you want to throw in a million, okay. that might sweeten the deal even more, but per game, of course. <clears throat> uh, VGC Kenny says, two questions. One, what real person would you put into Smash? Again, I'm saying you can't pick Danny DeVito. Christopher Damn Walken. Damn it. <laughs> Sticking with it. Sticking with it. It's just the backup answer. Real person. Okay. I'm guessing they have to be alive. Like, what if you just put like Abraham Lincoln in or something? No, I'd, I'd say like let's I just like- have anyone in there. Just, just like let's let's yeah, say like I it's think, like a time warp. It- okay. Yeah. Just like Smash Bros. Is. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would put Tupac Shakur in. There you go. Okay. There you go. All right. Um, Mainly because his stage I was music thinking, would like, be who, dope. Who could fight? And then I was thinking like The Rock. The Rock would be pretty good. Or Terry Crews. 
might be pretty fun. Yeah, you know, that'd like, be fun. This is basically a name your favorite wrestler like question. You could put them in probably. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage done. There we go. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, part two or the second question he has: What mythical figure would you put into Smash? Centaur. Yeah, I was thinking like just a, a centaur, a random centaur. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just like a random ass centaur. I can't think of any famous centaurs off the top of my head. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah, all I'm thinking is like, yeah. Um, now I'm thinking like Thor. Yeah, and I'm thinking gods as well, like Zeus or something. Like, there's probably like a really cool one that I came across in Hades, but I haven't played that game in a while. Uh-huh. You know, like Ares with his like super fast movement. That that might be kind of cool. Thor would actually be kind of cool. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Even like the Marvel Thor, yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question from Boko: You can remove one of these movies from the timeline: the Emoji Movie, Pixels, or Angry Birds the Movie. Which do you remove, and why? Pixels. 100 percent it's the one i've why, seen out of those why are we why are you removing these three <laughs> i have no well, idea. we're only removing one but also because they're bad i don't know i thought angry birds the movie was apparently good like it set records oh. that that's a different thing yeah that doesn't necessarily mean it's good. i guess but i like it got a sequel so at least it was considered okay by some uh see the problem is I actually haven't seen any of these Pixels. Yeah, I haven't seen either. Ugh. I was going to go Pixels simply because I think even if you removed the other two, they're part of like Angry Birds is a franchise and the Emoji movie. I mean, emojis aren't going anywhere either. They're based on something. So I feel like they're inevitable. They would they would come back. See, from what I understand, isn't the Emoji movie kind of like they know they were making a stupid movie about emojis? There's like some quality in I there. I haven't seen it. I Angry Birds is obviously a kids movie. Pixels is a cynical They're garbage. All kids movies. No, Pixels is garbage. That's a cynical like, hey, video games, right, guys? Like, movie. Fuck that movie. Fuck Adam Sandler. Fuck. Oh my god, I'm so mad. I saw that thing. <laughs> I was gonna say you just the rage is just coming out yeah, now. Fuck that movie. I'll erase myself from the timeline with it if I need to. I'll just wow. hold on to it and we're gone. You make that sacrifice. Yeah, man. What if he was the key link? <laughs> Do you think your life would be better or worse if Adam Sandler didn't exist? Worse. Oh, yeah, worse, because he did make some good stuff. Yeah, I grew up loving it's it's been a, a long bunch time. of his movies. It's been a long time since he made a good movie. Eh. It doesn't kind of necessarily discount the stuff that he made that was good. Sure. Okay, sure. That's true. That's a good point. And what movie are you picking, John? I kind of want to keep Pixels around for the kitsch factor. So I guess God probably Emoji it. Movie. I yeah. sacrificed myself for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm with you on Pixels. Okay, fair enough. Hebrew Lantern writes, 
Uh, in light of some of the negative views of certain games coming out, <laughs> what games or other media have you been excited what, for? What could that what be referring to? What could that be referring to? Oh, yeah. Have you can guys, we talk about this? What's going on? Stuff recently? What's going on with Pokemon? I don't actually understand what people are mad about. People they just want to shit on something and, po- and Pokemon just happens to be the thing. But why are people saying yeah, Game people Freak lied? Finding- what happened? <laughs> They're trying to find like every little thing to scrutinize and jump on it in major ways. Oh, and it's getting like crazy. Like the subreddits are weird. People are weird, man. People are going insane over a Pokemon game. Oh. Okay. It's it's really um, stupid. The whole thing is stupid. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. But okay, what games or other media have you been excited for despite what others have said? Well, I'm going to say Pokemon Sword. <laughs> sure. And Shield. Uh-huh. I think all this shitting on the game has got me more interested in the game just to see what in the world has got them all riled up. Because honestly, I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to play this. But now I'm like, Jesus, if they think this is bad, it's probably going to be interesting to play. Sure. Keep in mind, they're going at it from a we haven't even played the game. Oh, yeah. oh trust me, yet. I'm well aware of that. So. I'm sure it's just going to be another Pokemon game. They're all pretty similar. What games are the media have been excited for, despite what others have said? So the thing is, is I try to actually keep away. Like, I don't watch trailers generally for stuff. I don't I try to keep out of public opinion until I see something for myself. So. I don't know what's like viewed as bad. Like this Pokemon thing, finally it snuck into uh, Discord and it's just like, I don't understand what you people are talking about at all. Like I didn't know that there was a backlash even besides the like national decks thing, obviously. Um, um, I'm going to say just mobile games in general. I feel okay. like most people discount them pretty significantly. Yeah. You know, I follow a lot of like game sites and game critics and like no one pays any attention to mobile stuff um but i get pretty excited each week when i get like five new games on apple arcade yeah i think mobile games in general are uh is a good answer for sure yeah okay um kevin asks what are some of the best fan games I don't know any. Yeah, I don't think I know any either. Well, necessarily. The Angry Video Game Nerd game was good. It's not really a fan game, though. That's like literally like a commercial It's product. like an That's actual That's the problem. Game. I'm trying to draw that line on. Like, where do you draw this here? That's true. Because I was thinking like Mary Gear Solid's pretty cool for if you like Metal Gear Solid. Okay. What about Duty Calls? Oh, yeah, Duty Calls. Is that what it was called? Yeah, that was also a promo game for another game. Another Metroid 2 remake was very good. Yeah, I believe that was Bulletstorm. Did you guys play Project M at all? A little bit. Was that the Smash Bros. one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've I've watched people play it. Okay. Oh, yeah, that Metroid uh, 2 remake that happened yeah, yeah. that got canceled because of the Metroid 2 remake. AM2R is very good. That's the one. That's the one, yeah. Yep. That was really good. That's very good. Uh, I Honestly, I think 
the some of the best fan things are randomizers and different like coding things like mods and whatever i think that's kind of taken over like fan games as it were and like some fan mods and stuff are dope and uh yeah am2r is probably my answer though uh his second question here what are some of the best freeware games now i don't Remember all of them off by heart. There's a bunch of really good freeware stuff here. Take a look. Because I grew up playing freeware games. What are we? What are we classifying as freeware games? You know, you can just download them. They don't cost anything, and like they're not for sale normally. So free. What? What about like a free to play game? Does that count? Yeah. So I could say Destiny 2? Now I see why you're doing this. I guess, technically, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, no, I'm just wondering, like, I, what, like what's the differentiator? Because I don't have a list of freeware games. Free, freeware is just technically a game that you get for, that is not doesn't have a price tag attached to it, like, normally. Like, you don't have to do, like Okay, like, but it, not is, like, like, the spirit of it, we're not, yeah. we're not talking about, like, free-to-play. Like, there's no monetization involved right. in any way? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so like, and it does so games that you get for free, like being having like an Epic account, don't really count or stuff like that. Sure, um, I don't actually have an answer to this, honestly. So what about? I grew up um, pl- uh, getting a lot of those discs or whatever that just had a bunch of uh, like when PC gaming wasn't as big as it is now. Um, a bunch of people would like develop games and just kind of put them on these like giant compilations of like twenty five games or whatever. Some of which were like there was a freeware version of uh, Duke Nukem 3D a long time ago. Uh, a more recent one, I really got into Dwarf Fortress for a bit. That game is fucking crazy. Holy yeah, shit, Robert. that is a crazy thing. Um, I just can't. Re- what about that uh, Undertale mm-hmm. prequel thing? Does that count? Delta Rune, maybe. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, technically that would count. Although the rest of the game is going to be, you have to pay for it. So, if there even is a rest of the game, <laughs> I'm sure there will be. But he's he's been he's been busy being uh, popular with Nintendo, apparently. Right. Doki Doki Literature Club is a great. Oh yeah, one. there you go. Another good one. There's one I've played. So yeah, that's probably my answer. <laughs> Sneak King. I think you, you had to you pay, had to for, pay for Sneak King. Yeah, it was like three bucks. Um, though it is probably one of the best fast food related video games. Oh, um, if you're like, this isn't me because I can't wrap my head around it. If you are into rhythm games, Osu is apparently one of the best. Oh, Oh, how did I forget this? Trackmania is one of my favorites. Oh my God. Yeah, there you go. And beat mania. If you're into DDR and stuff like that. And step mania. Yep. Yep, those or, are yeah, all Yeah, sorry, freeware. Step Mania, rather. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, Alien Swarm, if you like top-down shooters. That's uh, on Steam that you can get that one. There's a lot of good stuff out there, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next one comes from Paul. I'm assuming not you. Not me. 
Uh, I recently started following John on Twitter and I'm confused, but why there are so many images of John as busty girls? What's up with that? <laughs> of course, I'm the one who got the question too. It's a good question. It, <laughs> they had, that just worked yeah. out nicely. Uh, I got nice tits. Uh, I open yeah. my mouth. Drops the mic. Yeah, there you go. Out. Oh, done. Next question. Uh, I uh, I open my mouth during the stream and it and it stuck. That's that's the TLDR of it. <laughs> uh, longer version is we uh, last year when they introduced that super crown, someone drew mm-hmm. a girl me wearing it and the, you're talking about the Mario. Yeah, one. the Mario gotcha. one. The Bowsette the, crown. The, 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 the so like a Johnette sort of idea. Yeah. Or something. So that was basically what came around for like October. And then so that made like that created like an alternate girl version of me, which is was called Pon Pon, which is a succubus version of me because the artist who did it, Arizona, she she drew that for a month and then revealed it. And it's like, no, this wasn't John the whole time. It was just an alt John. So uh, so so that character (laughs) existed. And then that just kept going on as like a stream joke for a bit. And then in February of this year, uh, I was practicing for a Smash Brothers event and I started getting really salty. So the same artist drew a picture of Rosalina for me because they knew I liked Rosalina's mm-hmm. character. Uh-huh. And uh, another artist in the community uh, drew a picture of me as Ron- Rosalina and uh, Reese's Mario. And just kind of like, as a joke. I and see. Uh, okay. there was like just like little bumps there for like the breasts. And I, as a joke on stream, I said, no, nah, man, if I was a girl, I'd be bustier than that. And they they Why? took wait. There's multiple girl versions. Oh of yeah, you? there's a lot. There's like I thought it was all just there's the same like girl twenty. Like... Okay. So yeah, so that basically turned into that person took it as a dare and kept upping the bus size of the character, and it just became that became its own character. And then everyone else in the community just started making other alt versions of me. So basically, that's just it. Like it's just like a running gag slash just people making characters character versions of me from streams so that's pretty much what that is uh it's gotten to a point where some of the people in the community actually are making a dating sim they're making a dating sim where you play as my wife this is your new free your answer to free best freeware games now you've caught on Uh, and fan games yeah i'm sorry did you write in as paul was (laughs) this to plug your new dating sim game Uh, you caught me so, uh, yeah, you're going to play as my wife. You're going to play as Reese, and then you get to pick which version of me you date. There's three girl me's and three guy me's, and I don't think normal me is any of the options, so. <laughs> that's, that's great. Damn, that's a that's a mad burn. No, right that's great. It would have been fucking weird if there was, like, real John. I love that there's, like, male fake Johns. <laughs> so is there good. a title for this game? Um, they had one, and I'm trying to remember what the heck it was. It was, like, Adopt a John or something like that is what they were going, doing the running title for. <laughs> Okay. That's great. Are you going to play it on stream? Oh yeah, likely with with Reese. So. Sure. Sure. David writes in, "Do any of you have any recommendations for third-party Switch Pro controllers?" Nah, I don't like third-party controllers normally. Get a dongle, that's, my dude. See, that's what I was going to say is like I typically stay away from third-party controllers ever since like the N64 I got a bad one and I was like this is the worst. Yep. Get a dongle. Use whatever controller you have with it that's wireless. Oh, yeah, you know, that's probably a good one. If you have any other Bluetooth ones, get like the 8-bit dongle because that's like 25 bucks American. Um, That's probably a cheap one if you have access to other Bluetooth controllers like like an Xbox One or a, a PlayStation 4 controller. 
Yeah. Other than that, yeah, I always go first party. Just safer. Yep. Uh, I hear actually, now that we're talking about Apido, I hear those controllers people do like. Apido's nice, but like, uh, I've... I had two friends that had it for the switch and it had weird syncing issues and kept messing up other controllers connected to the system. Like a specific model, yeah, or just a specific model, the ones. super Nintendo pro 30 or something like that. I think is what it was. Oh, see, I've been hearing people liking that one. The controller itself like, seems do do? really nice, but it kept having weird issues with two separate switches. Okay. Yeah. Um, the SN 30 plus or whatever I've, the only people I've heard talk about it are people that have tried it with uh, Mario Maker, and they say that their rubbers broke in them because they're very hard on controllers. So it sounds like it's a good controller if you're not doing Kaizo-esque gameplay. Otherwise, they break down quick, apparently. Just as a heads up. Lucas writes in and says, if you're going, if you're going to a specific game studio to pitch an idea on a new game for an existing IP, what studio slash IP would it be and what would the idea be? The idea should be a different or expanded take on the IP. For example, going to Konami and pitching a Castlevania fighting game. Other ideas could be pitching a maker game, a la Mario Maker to Legend of Zelda, Metroid, Castlevania, or even Mortal Kombat as a turn-based RPG. So we're taking a spin on an existing Mortal IP. Kombat as a turn-based RPG is fucking awesome sounding i would be so into that yeah i i came up with the idea when they mentioned the maker one what if it was like a a fighting game maker so let's just do mortal kombat maker for example and you could make it from anywhere from like you could make that kind of exists combat or you could make uh like um dive kick oh i see as, like you yeah. would you would set the rules and everything. I mean, yeah, because like fighting fighter maker exists as a series, but they're yeah. all for like 3D fighters, like virtual yeah. fighter style games. That's true. Okay. I didn't I didn't know that was even a thing, but that's the one I came yeah. up with. So maker games are hard because I don't know if y'all have played Mario Maker. People don't know how to make for shit <laughs> for basic platforming. I couldn't imagine a fucking Zelda dungeon. In like a Zelda Maker, that would be fucking. But, garbage. but a Zelda Maker, there was like a fan game Zelda Maker someone was working on. It might still be in development. I don't think it got C and D yet. Interesting, right? And I mean, there are still good Mario stages from Mario Maker. Like the good ones will surface to the top. Well, when you go to the subreddit, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you like search them out, they'll be there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. Man, I can't get my head around Mortal Kombat turn-based RPG. You blew my mind of what See, I want. See, like that, like that just sounds like uh, the next evolution of like Shaolin monks. So, right, yeah, totally. What about like a? I'm thinking like an Overwatch tactics fighter with all their special abilities. And that stuff. would be cool. Yeah, I think that'd be cool because some characters would like teleport. You know, Tracer yeah. could like. Go back in time. Or just gets like more be, action you know, points May, to move around. They would put up a wall that would be specific squares. That I think that'd be really cool. That would be so cool. That's a great idea too. Damn. Jesus. 
Uh, Many good ideas. Nope. All right, if that's it, John, do you want to read this last sorry, one? Sorry, I thought for some reason didn't think it was mine. Hayes writes in and says, wanted to ask if I could get a shout out since I'm getting married this weekend and probably I'll be listening to you guys during my honeymoon flight. Oh, right. I didn't, I didn't realize that was so soon, Hayes. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats, dude. Yeah, way to go, dude. And happy wedding. And now a question on top of that. Do you have any remarkable advice from you guys that seem to have pretty solid relationships? I feel like he should give advice, you know, John excluded. He's <laughs> I was going to say, I think, I think I'm the only one really here that is past him in relationship status. And even then, like, he's clearly catching up very soon. <laughs> uh, work out your arguments. <laughs> That's the best I thing mean, to do it. Like communication is literally the only thing. Talk about like, yeah. everything. Yeah. Find someone that does everything you ask and never argues. <laughs> That's actually the good <laughs> advice. Yeah. Yep. Honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. C- communication. I'm trying to think like, like what works for, for me and my situation. You know, just it. I think what I think a lot of the scenarios I'm coming up with is it's more just like I'm with someone who's like reasonable all the time. So it just makes a lot of like possible arguments easy to deal with because we can kind of like talk it out and be like, all right, what's the actual thing that we need to get going on with here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh huh. So I guess just have like a great significant other. (laughs) Just do (laughs) that. That makes it real easy. Honestly, Hayes, I like, I think I met you, was it not this year, but last year at uh, Momocon. And you two seem like you'd already been together for a while before that. So I think you're at a point where you're getting married. I think you've already kind of got shit figured out. I, I don't think you really need the advice, to be honest. Once again, congrats. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Paul, did you want to do episode names? Yes, I have them ready to go here. All right. Extra long episode. Let's let's finish yeah, up. Let's get it done. Names. Episode names. Okay. Starting from September 12th, a little bit of a backlog here, but okay. Here, honey, I got you an oboe. Nope. I'm what guessing, the this fuck? Is. When was your... I'm going to assume John said yeah, this? me too. I when feel like Sean said this, but this was referring to something I said, probably about music. Yeah, I, I could also see me saying it, but like about John. I don't know. The honey thing makes me think of John and Reese yeah. for whatever reason. Oh, okay. was this ref- oh, was this referring to how my my mom, my parents used to buy me an instrument every Christmas? Maybe, but what would have brought that up? Is that, that true? true. I, I used to ask for a different musical instrument every every year for a couple of years. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, when so was I've your got anniversary? Got a- was it around then? September? Our anniversary is uh, 928. So September 28. So here, honey, I got you an oboe wood match. Oh, wait, were we maybe talking about like, what is like the, is it, was this your first anniversary or second anniversary? Uh, first wedding anniversary. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe we were asking, we were talking about like, what are the themed anniversaries? Oh, and maybe the, we joked. Yeah. Oh, that's probably what it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. An instrument one. Let's see. Context is John's anniversary is coming up and you got on the topic of traditional gifts. One of the lists you had, one of the lists you had magical in or musical instruments. Sean magical said instruments. this to magical instruments. And Sean said this to imitate what that would be like. 
Okay, I'm gonna chalk that. So up I was right. I knew win. Sean said it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that's Paul's answer because he mentioned the uh, anniversary thing. I wouldn't have thought yeah. of that. Mm. Okay. Um, September twentieth. I blinked, and then video games got weird. I said this. Yeah. I don't remember what, because games are weird every week. Death Stranding? Did we get more info on Death Stranding? Must be. What was the date? September 20th? Uh, Did we get like a new trailer or something back around then? Maybe. I don't don't know. I don't remember. Okay. Context. You were talking. Oh, yeah. Okay. You were talking about the Offspring concert in World of Tanks. And Sean said this in disbelief about what video games have become. Games games get weirder every week. I don't know if you notice that. Yeah. Something weird happens with video games every week. Yeah. I um I know this next one. So I'll wait for you guys to see if you do. So the week after the twenty sixth, do you see his cock? I knew this instantly. This has to be death stranding. There's no we way never get, it's, no, we never get this vulgar. So I knew exactly. It has to be Death Stranding where we talk about looking at Norma Reedus's uh, crotch and then he punches you. (laughs) That seems like a good guess, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sean asked Paul if Colonel Sanders gets naked for you in the KFC dating sim. God damn it. Yeah. Paul says this because he keeps a taxidermy chicken in his place. It's also true. Okay. Uh, October 3rd. The more adult version of PC building. I think I wasn't here for this one. Or maybe I was. October 3rd? Of P- v- PC building. Sean, when did you get your um your power supply? What, what would we have been talking about? That's the only thing that's been recent for PC building. Uh, it would have been somewhere around there. Yeah, I don't know. All I can think of is like, were we talking about like cars or maybe John's deck? Oh, like house repairs. Maybe. No, John fixed a, wa- yeah. a, a, a dishwasher. You're right. It's probably something with that. I bet it's that. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. What with was that. the prompt again? The more adult version of PC building. Oh, yeah. It has to be the dishwasher. Context. Also, this about working on cars during a discussion about building PCs. Oh, never mind. Way off. I don't remember so that. Sean actually was closer with originally. Weird. I don't remember that at all. Uh, October 10th. No. We're going to start a fire. I have no, no idea. Me neither. Context is Sean was complaining about how oh PG&E was handling the power outages and wanted to... Oh, yeah. And wanted to do because they didn't trust themselves not to start a fire because they had set some previously. Yeah, shutting down the power because they were afraid that they were going to start a fire. So stupid. October 17th. There's boobs everywhere, but you can't control it. Okay, that sounds like my Twitter feed. It kind of does, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what the context would be, though. No, I don't know that. Context. Paul describing the lack of bust option and the character creation for Code Vein. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 That's 
That's a deep cut. Jesus. Uh, October 24th, Double Died. This one, I don't believe I was here. I was gone that week. Double, Double Died. died. Did one of you die in something? No, that's before Luigi's Mansion. I, I, I don't know. It would have been Halloween-ish. Was there death going on? Video game death? Maybe we were talking about like skeletons. Something okay. about skele- killing, like fighting or killing a skeleton. Okay. Maybe that sounds kind of familiar so to I'm me. Trying to, I'm trying to remember what the hell this was about. Because <clears throat> it was before the murder mystery. Unless we were talking about the murder mystery. Oh, maybe. maybe maybe it was that, and I I want to say some one of the characters was like already like an undead thing. Yeah, no, because it was about the the murder mystery was about like a Dracula's castle, and, and like was there a zombie? Like, mm-hmm. can can the zombie be killed? Will they be double dead? Maybe maybe yeah, I that's, think that's it? what it was. Yeah, I think okay. that's what it was. Context is John was talking about his Halloween plan of doing a stream with some people role playing a murder mystery. John brought up one of them is going to be a skeleton, and Sean said. That there was going to be one dead guy there. John said this in case he ended up dying. Okay. <laughs> and I did. Oh no. I I was I was the murdered. Womp womp. Damn. And um and I, was, and I was the one who put on all like the prosthetics and shit for it too. So it was just like, oh god damn it. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> Uh, and then the last one, October 30th, day before Halloween. You don't even know how scared you should be. I think that this oh, is I'm a right Sean right. thing. Why did you say yeah. it, though? Do you remember this, Paul? We were we were doing a Halloween spooky episode. And then we were joking about oh, how... we were going to hide a scare in there and they wouldn't even ep- know how scared they should be. be. Yeah, there's going to be sp- spooks right. throughout the whole episode. Yep. You're not even going to know when you got yep, scared. That's right. Yep. Context, Sean and Paul were hyping up the Halloween adjacent episode by promising something scary. If you didn't feel scared, you needed to listen again because you should be scared. You just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you again, VGC Great. Kenny. Always a pleasure. Thanks to everyone who wrote in questions. If you want to send in questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? <sighs> I'm giving it to Return of the Oberdin. Holy shit, these are all bangers. Uh, I've given it to Outer Worlds before. Ukulele and the Impossible Lair probably has to take it. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, we'll see you. Oh, so John, will you be here next week? Uh, yes. I am oh, here next week. Right. Then we'll all see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Thank you.